curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. All righty, folks, we got a full house, but there goes Sean. The Bye. door is shutting. He's leaving. <laughs> and we're in this beautiful podcast studio, and I am Joe Snedeker. This is the Mr. Curiosity podcast, and oh my goodness, I'm surrounded by two people. Usually it's one-on-one. This is intimidating. We have Dan Taransky and Amanda Eustace. The Pocono Newsroom team is here. Hey, Yeehaw. Joe. How you doing? <laughs> so we have to explain what happened. Amanda, oh, we gosh. do this great podcast a couple days ago. Yeah. Through Zoom. Mm-hmm. You're in the Poconos. I'm in my podcast studio. We're 45 minutes in. What an exhaustive but yet awesome conversation. The the depths of your world, your life, your opinions on everything, mm-hmm. how you got to where you're at. And yeah. then my computer, I get the spinning pinwheel of death on an Apple desktop, and the computer dies. Boom. And we were getting to the good part, which was here, we how I just, got here. I here at WNEP. Yeah. You asked her her entire life story. I know. And then the whole thing just dies. Yeah. You know what the funny part is, though? So we have to do this again, and it's going to be kind of fake because I know some of the things. My wife tells me. I never listen to what people say anyway. Oh, perfect. So I, you <laughs> perfect. Don't remember like anything every man, right? Like every ago. man. I don't remember anything you told me. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds like my fiance, right? <laughs> do you do or that? Dan. Or Dan. Yeah, Dan yeah, doesn't yeah. listen well, to me either. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, before we get rid of Dan, because this is going to be your day. And we're going to do Dan another day. Dan, we want to know the life of a WNEP photographer. And that sounds like fun. I would love to share that yeah, with you. All the, you guys see so many things, do so many things. We have a weird job. It's almost like you're, like you're a first responder, but you don't respond. Right. It's more like, I mean, it's true. It's true. I, I respond at the same time as first responders. Well, but I mean, you I, respond, but you don't, act, you right. don't do anything except No, I, I take pictures of heroes, you know, yeah, I, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm there in the moment. I'm, I'm there when things are actually happening. I chase disaster. So what do you say in the future? We do a whole podcast on the life of a WNEP photographer. It's going to be I think that awesome. would be awesome because a lot of people don't know what goes on they behind the scenes. They don't know what goes Plus, on. Plus, they don't know about the relationship and who Dan Taransky is. I've got I got all the inside so scoop. So oh, I'm no, going to no, come no. back. You don't have to, I'm actually just going to come back and me. just give a little tea. Oh, yeah. a, little, <laughs> a little tea. A little tea. I just learned that term, by the way. Oh, I was oh, too yes. old to know what that was. Now, Dan, you've yeah. been here at WNEP how long? Uh, 16 years. 16 years. The guy's a veteran. Mm-hmm. I have. Yep. And I, I and start... this little punk's here two years. You've been through two others like her. I've been, th- well, others like her, but I've had five reporters through the Poconos already. Absolutely. I thought you had two. I've been here 30 years. And you only had Trish Hartman, Wendy McNew, Reagan Meggie, Ama- but they were, Amanda Kelly. But they Kelly. were like quasi-Pocono, weren't they, before Reagan? Um, they, they were with me short stints. Like, um, Trish Hartman was with me for but one But they were year. official Pocono... They were Pocono beat reporters, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like, Trish it was only... like a thing, though, with Reagan. It did, it did. Well, Trish was only with me one year, and then she got promoted to the weekend anchor position. Then I had Wendy. I was only with her for one year, and then she married Rich. And then I had Reagan. And then, and then Reagan I had for four years. And And, and, that, that, and that really galvanized the Pocono yeah, beat. Yeah, that's what became having, like a thing. When you have that metronome, when you have somebody there for that extended period of time, people get to identify with them. And now I've had Amanda for over a year. You like, skipped Carmela. Uh, why, well, skip I, I was, well, I didn't skip over her at all. I mentioned <laughs> her in the list. And, you know, but I, I meant that like Reagan established yes, kind, kind, yes. of, kind of that um, the identity out there. Mm-hmm. And then Carmela continued it. Absolutely. She was phenomenal. So what do you say we do your life in another episode and what you do and all the things you've been through and seen? Mm-hmm. But before you leave us and we focus on this girl, of I course. need to know because you're her man at work husband, her I work am. husband. Absolutely. She comes off to me as peppy, feisty, <laughs> spirited, 
zippy. Be kind. Be kind. No, but always kind. What are you talking about? Some people are spark plugs and they're annoying. She's a spark plug and she's annoying. And she's wonderful. Is this is this it? Do we? You are a hundred percent accurate. No, no. Well, no. She's full of energy. She's yes. She's young, unlike us. So like, so she actually walks in and she um she wants to do things. She wants to learn. She wants to experience everything. And she's curious about everything as you are. And so that makes for a very good reporter. That's the job is being curious because you have to go out and you have to find out what's actually going on. You can't walk in already knowing what the story is going to be about. You have to be curious about it. I understand all that, but I don't want to keep this too professional. I want to know about the, the <laughs> oh, personality, yeah, yeah, the yeah, gossipy yeah, yeah. side. Does she ever like, stop chewing your gum like that, Dan? Oh, don't no. put your cup over there, Dan. Dan, why'd you park your car in my spot? Like, does she have any of those things? And oh, I'm over here, like, thinking, like, know, oh my like gosh, I'm pro- I kind of feel like I've done that before. Well, I mean, and Dan's, like, super chill. I, so I know he is. I'm, in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, sometimes I come in and I'm. he's oh, probably like, the, what is she on? Oh, the Jersey girl comes in on fire. Here so there it is, the Jersey oh. Absolutely. But, like, she honestly keeps it very professional with me. And then if her fiance calls her, it's like, what do you want? Like, oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. That, that, then the, the professional demeanor comes off and. and and she's her natural self in that moment. Poor Paul, he's not even here Paul. to defend himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paul, the police officer, we're gonna get to him yeah. later. All exactly, right. but no, we have we have a good time, but um, it's that level of energy and that fire that actually is a lot of fun. And I think too, what separates us from reporters you've had in the past is, we're a little bit further in age and different in age. So we learn a lot about each other every day. Mm-hmm. The way I pronounce things, the jokes that we share. He'll set you straight, you mean? Oh yeah. Or we'll go back and forth over certain. Well, we've had to break her words. over Jersey accent and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he is a wise man. Um, but no, I think it's every relationship is different with every one of the reporters he's had for sure. But I think for me, what I notice is difference is because we're not so far in age, but we're, there's definitely a, a gap as opposed to when you were with Carm or when you were with Reagan Agreed. for sure. Right. Um, I mean, she was born when I got my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds so bad. This is your third year here soon. So, yeah. yeah so you're a newbie, and I'm almost 30 years, and this guy's 16, you said? Yep. So, yeah. We I mean, have, like, all the... Yeah, the we take the... We have all the generations are represented <laughs> yeah. right here at this table. <laughs> I like it. The sad part is I still might see myself as the new guy. That's how pathetic the human brain is as it gets old. That's interesting. It is, because when I was here, I was like this bizarre guy who would do but things. But you still and are. now you're a bizarre <laughs> guy Did that, that, did that not change? Like, did we just, did it just become more of the norm? I, I don't know. Who knows? But all right, so Dan, are we going to kick him out of here now, or do we yeah, want anything else? Yeah, you know, I don't think you have anything more to learn from me. From no, now. we have so much to learn, but the point is we have so much to learn from you. Okay. I want that a we whole, need a whole new I want a whole show, and it. we got to yeah. do her today. Oh, not yeah. a problem. Well, oh, I excellent. would love to come back, Joey. But I was hoping for something on her, some big chunk of dirt like she. Do I? Have any. She, 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 she bites her nails and then spits the little fragments um, out on the floor. Give no. me something. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> no, no. Okay. When no, you're done I, your laundry she, and you fold up, when you fold up all your laundry and you're putting them away in your chest of what do you call that? Oh gosh. What do you call? What so you, I, so I just uh, you folded your laundry and you're I'm putting put, it back in the drawers. What did you just say? The drawers. That is not how she pronounced. Let's hear it. Put it in the drawer. Is that a Jersey thing? Draw? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, everything goes into a draw. A draw. So, so, so this is this is our biggest. Yeah, but you know like, there's an R at the end. I'm going to say <laughs> argument, work argument that we not. have all the time is the way I pronounce things. That's yes. it. I have to, all I have the to break her of the coffee. Okay, really quick, really yeah. quick while we have well, while Dan's still here. Uh oh. Traffic. Oh, right. Yep. This was the I other one. I wrote a story the one day, 
and it gets approved. Everything's fine and dandy. And I said, well, how did I write it, Danny? Okay, There's so she wrote a story. Okay, we were getting shots of Interstate 80, and she said, there is no traffic on Interstate 80. Yeah, but a- there will be. And and in my video, there are cars going by. And she's like, there is no traffic on 80. I'm there's like, no traffic. There actually is traffic. No, there's it's not. It's just there, there isn't congestion. And Mm-mm. to her, the traffic literally no. means everything is stopped. There's no bumper to bumper. So, so you think. I'm not sitting in traffic. So no traffic to a, a Pennsylvania like, well, means yes. no, there are no cars on the road at yeah. all. That's so, no traffic. So Jersey people, right, when my mom calls me and she's like, and I'm, <laughs> we're talking and, and whatever on the way home. And she said, oh, are you, in, are you in traffic? And I say, no, I'm moving. Like, everything's good. I'm fine. But do you think that's your local group oh, or local thing or everybody's like that? All the Jersey right? people Didn't would I call, say that. Well, my mom. Maybe my oh, mom she, agree oh, with she me. called. But after I, we had this conversation, I she call called her everybody. mother. She called her aunt. She called her fiance. She called her friends. friends yeah. She was calling around like, "What does traffic mean?" Like it, it bothered her to <laughs> no yeah. end that we had different definitions of the word traffic. She she's bothering her husband who's on like a traffic stop at, in yeah. a police car. Yeah. And <laughs> so like traffic is, to you has to be dense and stopped. Yeah, that's the only way that that yeah. works. Otherwise, there's no traffic. As long as we're good, Jersey we are full on. Well, see, this is where we got to start with the Jersey, and then we're gonna get rid of you she sure. has jersey characteristics absolutely she and that you know if you're a jersey podcast listener no offense but you guys here's what we see you as <laughs> you're a little uh over the top you're a little arrogant you're a little pushy you come in here with your big glasses on your bmws you double park and you think uh you know we're just country folk and look at all of us idiots this is what we perceive from you i don't know how accurate it is so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Dan. So accurate. Dan's probably like, that was the exact oh. image she oh, had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they walk in like they know everything, yeah. and then they have no idea how the world really works. Yes, yeah. we do. It's just a different world we live in. There you go. I'm not saying you're bad people, but no, we perceive that attitude from you. Yes. Well, again, and that's just part of, like, again, the, the growing up in Jersey thing, especially. So. And, and you probably see Northeastern PA as... Uh, Eastern European, Eastern mm-hmm. European pierogi eating polka coal miners. Yeah. And I'm not offended by that no. because that's my history. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, pierogies, my my grandfather was a coal miner and I didn't listen to polka music. Yeah, so and I, you guys love the outdoors. We killed all of ours in Jersey. That's all of point. it. So we yeah. had, like the deer. Where the deer? I don't know. I've never seen one in Jersey. Well, you're flatlanders. There's nothing there. It's all. Well, uh, we just built everything up. It's like yeah. we need fifteen hundred Starbucks. And listen, I'm not complaining. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but we don't we don't like like the outdoors really. Our outdoors is the beach. We go to the beach. Yeah, no, no. And she grew up, as I remember from our conversation, at the top of the S in Jersey, near how far from New York City? Fifteen minutes. Dan, she can get to the Big Apple in fifteen minutes. I'm not impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we wow. should keep him here the whole time. Wow. Know, just for color commentary. <laughs> just All right, so, so your mom and dad have you in what year in Northern Jersey? 1997, March 25th. That's my birthday. And that's coming up. Uh, this year, I'm going to be 26. 26 years old. Yeah. And whole lifetime. And when you were in high school, you told me that it was. Uh, let's see how much I can remember from this. Describe your the area you grew up. Like, is it a suburbia, New Jersey? Is it densely populated? Oh no, we like live on top of each other. I mean, it's you house, did. house, house, no house, yard. House. Yeah, You're no. I mean, I had a I had a yard, but like my yard was like the backyard that we have here. Like when you look, at little tiny, <laughs> yeah, thing. little tiny thing, nothing super big, um, but still like a little place to run. Okay. But we all grew up on top of each other. 
and you knew, even though there were so many people, you knew like everyone still. You did? Yeah. And if you wanted to get go to Starbucks, if you needed I, a hammer minutes, at Lowe's, if you wanted to I mean, to I was in a, I would, could be at Starbucks, Dunkin', Target, Kmart, when, oh my God, when they were still around. Um, <laughs> I miss Kmart. ShopRite, Marshalls, <laughs> So TG it's all right Max. there, you're saying. It's all, yeah. it's a, but that's another New Jersey uh, uh, derogatory comment. What exit? Because the whole state it's is just interstate with strip malls and exits. Yeah, well, and then, but then you get into, are you off the turnpike? Right? Yeah, are yeah, you yeah. off of the, the parkway? State. Yeah, the Garden State Parkway. So, yeah, like then, then it gets a little bit tricky. I'm off the turnpike in case anybody was wondering, though. How, 15 oh, W. 15 W. Yeah. They the all know their exit. Yep. How far were you from if you wanted to go to the Jersey Shore? The best. Oh my gosh, it was that. That was always the thing I had to drive. Um, I would probably say the good parts. I'm not going like seaside. I like Wildwood. I like Cape May. You're oh, going okay. like all the way down. Oh, okay. So, so like. Two hours, 45 minutes. Well, why wouldn't you go uh, north, like Asbury Park or something? Oh, I go to Asbury Park, but like when you're younger, like what do you do in Asbury Park? Yeah, because it was already Yeah, because it's decay. all, every, yeah, everybody's older. There's a bunch of bars, restaurants, you know, like, so we would go down, okay, down so you, the shore. Okay, so like us. I mean, that's a three, four hour drive. Yeah. Two mm -hmm. and a half, three mm -hmm. hours. Okay, that's no different there. No. I'm just wondering because when the Jersey people probably in the summer... You hate when all of the tourists come by and we clog your streets and, um, look at, and we, we we bring our little towels and children and and, and well the children you can leave home. <laughs> I don't care if you guys come. The children you can definitely leave home. Um, no, actually, I don't think we really mind all the tourists. Oh, you don't. I don't. Oh, I mean, yeah. I am part of the the tourists when I go down and you know go on the rides or go on the boardwalk or stay in a hotel. I consider myself a tourist. Yeah, because right. Because you're I'm not from Northern that area. And I'm like three hours away. So that's, yeah. I consider myself a tourist, so I don't really care. They probably say stuff about us locals. <laughs> Jersey, Jersey tourists. So yeah. Dan, what do you mm -hmm. think she was like in high school? Oh gosh! Like, if you uh, is she the talkative, gossipy one? Is she the jock-ish girl? Is she the intellectual? Is she is she the is she the drama queen? She she's. Could you believe what Trisha said about my outfit today? Is she doing all that? I don't know if she would be super dramatic, but definitely Miss Popular, in a way. Um, that's what I'm guessing. Okay. Does he know the soccer thing? He knows about he knows about and, the and, that, and, and that she was an athlete. Yeah, so yeah. he's learning yeah. with us. She's going to keep him here the whole time. I think. Do <laughs> you mind? I don't care. This could be good. Oh no! All right, so so you're in. You may excuse yourself if you. Yeah, anytime. Need to. Anytime <laughs> you get bored with this, you no, can. No, I'm okay. I'm good for color commentary. Here All right, so there. you're in middle school, high school, elementary school. We'll cover the whole thing. You yeah. started playing soccer. That's your yeah, life. You were a soccer queen. Yes. You're good it, or you're forward. I forget what you oh said. Oh my gosh. Well, I okay, I was a center back defender. Okay. Um, I thought I was pretty good, but again, it was a, one of those things where you build confidence over time. So it was like, nah, I'm not that good, but I really was good because you get recognized by colleges and other teams and um, like the Player Development Academy, which is like the biggest academy within the state that helps you get to the professional level and get recognized and that sort of they thing. They identified you. Yes. Um, and that was right that was right before I tore my ACL for the first time in high school. So that was rough because I got this letter and I'm in a knee brace and it says, yeah, we want you to come out and try out and play and visit us in Florida and do this whole big tournament thing. Cause they bring all the kids from Jersey down to Florida and do a whole big academy and then pull the kids from there. And I was like, well, there goes my chances. <laughs> so isn't that something? If you yeah. didn't tear your ACL and have a couple of injuries, I yeah. think you told me, yeah. you could have been a soccer uh, star, mm -hmm. maybe recruited recruited at some college in yeah. Florida, who knows where. You could have been 
on a free pass to Florida, wherever, State University, somewhere. wherever. Yeah, anywhere in the country. And your life would have been in a whole different direction. We wouldn't be right here yeah. now, and there'd be no Pocono Beat reporter. It'd be an empty seat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know Dan, if it would technically be empty, but it's funny how an injury took your life in a different direction. Yeah, I mean that was the biggest thing for me. My my entire life, and and even up and through high school, my mentality was soccer. Like, yeah, get good grades so you can get into school, but like grades were not my priority. It was like practice, going to two a day sessions in the weight room, running. I did track just to be able to get better at running and faster and have a better pace and all that other stuff for when I played. You would seem like you'd be uh, intense, aggressive. Yeah, that's why spirited. I had so many industri- no uh, lack, injuries. No lack of energy there, right? No. Super competitive. So what do they call, is it the term jock? What, is there a derogatory for, uh, term for a female jock type? Like, I don't do you guys think have a, so. I don't think jock, so. What do you think? Do you know? I mean, jock, does that apply? Is that male? I just female? say an athlete. It, it, it stereotypically is male, but... Yeah, but I, ne- I, I never but, heard this. So, but, well, yeah, you were one... typically... You whatever know. you were, you were that. Yeah. So the grades were secondary. You're getting B's. You're passing. Yeah, I'm you're passing. Not a- yeah, I never listen. I never failed a class. I never got a D in a class. Right. Math, I struggled. So like, I have gotten a C here or there. I was in Sylvan for a little bit. So okay. you can come out on top. That is my message. Oh, all right. Um, even if you struggle in school, you can do it and make it. That is a big message. Um, did you take chemistry in high school? Did you take the academic course list? Oh or yeah, you- did I take it? Yes. Um, you did know I what do an- great in it? No. Do you know what an isotope is? No. She does not. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's all right. No. Then why should you, right? No, okay. I don't know. So you took it, you passed, you moved on, yeah. you start applying to colleges. Where do you where do you apply? Uh, I go to Montclair State University. State school, get to stay local. You knew live that with all, my like when you were in 10th, 11th, 12th grade, you're like, I don't want to go sophomore, far. I'm not going to Penn State. I'm not going to uh, you know, NYC. I'm going to stay local. Yeah, sophomore. So after my first injury in high school, um, especially when you're at a level where you think you could go far, yeah. um, I was already looking at schools my sophomore year of college. I'm sorry, high school. So when I had that injury, I was like, well, and again, a lot of those offers then get taken off the table because they don't want somebody. They don't care about you anymore. No. They don't want some injured hack. No. So luckily, Montclair State still wanted me. They said, listen, players that get hurt and have injuries like this are aggressive. They have the ability to come back stronger. We know your personality. We know who you are. We still want you. Um, So that was super... Kind of lifted me up during a really dark time because I that was super we, hard. We left this out of the first conversation. Yeah, I didn't know that. So did yeah. you play at all or no? Yeah, I played um, all throughout high school. I was started oh, in college. Well, yeah, I played. Oh yeah, I played my first year and a little bit of my second. And you were in pain the whole time. Um, well, I had I came back from the first injury and played my entire freshman year. Okay. Center back um, as a freshman, and then that summer when we were training for. Preseason the next year. Okay. Tore my ACL for the second time, opposite knee. Oh, in Came, college now. We're in, in college. college. You're, so yeah, now so you're this done. Is, now I have you're now done. I have both of them. And then my mentality was still, I can still do this. This is going to work. Trained hard. Put her in the goal. Came, yep. And, <laughs> well, no, no, actually, no. Don't put me in the goal. Um, but then came back from that, and my sophomore year was into. We went through the entire season because the the. Recovery time for an ACL injury is just insane. I mean, you can't come back in six right, months and right, try to right, play. Right, 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 yeah. So did all that, came back for, it was spring training my sophomore year. Second day in, jumped up for a header, landed, and he went again. Three surgeries later, and I was like, I'm done. Dan, I can't do done. it. Can't do it. 
Or you should see her walking on ice. It's, it's the most careful walk in the world. She, yeah. she nurses her knees because of this. Yeah. So if you were to hike or walk or go for a jog, is that still you feel That's all fine. Yeah, that's all fine. I mean, I went through some serious rehab and like sports rehab because my thing was, listen, if I ever did want to try another sport, skiing, snowboarding, and here we are again as the Pocono Beat reporter, and that's what a ton of us do, um, I'd be able to do it. I'm still terrified. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done it, but like running is totally fine. Walking's fine. Sprinting's fine. Cycling, all that stuff is fine. Ad- okay. Daily activity is fine, yeah. So you went to this college, Montclair State, mm-hmm. and it was how far from the home that you grew up in? Home I grew up in, 20 minutes with traffic, but I took all back roads to And you me. lived with grandma. And then I lived with my <laughs> nana and papa. Yep, 10 minutes away from school, rolled out of bed. Went to class. Now, did they like having you there? Or they did. Like? They there, did just like, like an old me. couple who's sick of each other. And yeah. They don't even. They need someone else there to break the ice. They're oh no, like, no, no, no. They loved having me, and I, I think we we didn't touch on this either. My nan was actually the one who got me into news. Um, I think no, we talked about that. Yeah, um, but she was the one who got me into news, and I, and I started watching news in high school, and then came in my freshman year, declared at Montclair State with a communications major degree. So you did say that last time, and I'm glad you brought it mm-hmm. back up again. So you, your age group, because I have a yeah. son, daughter, close to your age, mm-hmm. Dan, mm-hmm. it's in my in one of my meteorology classes at Marywood University, I talk about mm-hmm. the difference between meteorologist and a TV weather person. Okay. So then I told her this. I put a picture up of what I consider the two most famous meteorologists, quote unquote, in the country. Okay. Al Roker and Ginger Z. Big names. <laughs> These students said, don't even know those people. This generation and younger, they don't even watch TV. Oh, they don't. When I go, when I go What's in, going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go to an elementary school nowadays and I have my camera up, people don't say, oh, the news is here. They go, oh, YouTube's here. YouTube's here. That's what? so funny. That's what little kids say at elementary school. Oh, oh, my, oh my gosh, is this going to be on YouTube? So... <laughs> Luckily, this will be on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your grandma made you watch local news. Yeah. She and told that's me, what got you hooked, you're saying. Yeah. She so told me that I needed woman. to know what was going on in my community because, again, up until this point of my life, it was like soccer, soccer, soccer. Everything's going to be surrounded by it. And then... She's like, maybe you should start paying attention with other stuff. (laughs) Like, this may not work out, and you need to have a backup plan. Start watching the news. Maybe this will spark some sort of interest or something, and it did. Isn't that something? So the generation that doesn't watch news was forced to watch it by Mm -hmm. Graham, Yep. and now you're hooked on it. Maybe it's going to make a resurgence for the younger people. It's open. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So would they, like, cook for you, do your laundry? (sighs) Every, oh, no. So no. you're living with them, but... I'm living with them, like, rent-free. Thank you, you very much. You have your own little room. You're have in the basement room. where at. Yeah, um, no. Like, lived just in another room, like, in the house with them. Nat would bring, watch TV. Like, yeah, but what is that like? Is it uncomfortable? What if you bring, like, a, a man home? Is it like, See, who is you know that? What? Why is he here? I was never, like, like that. Oh, okay. Never I was like either, that. like, always in a relationship <laughs> or, like, really didn't have anybody. Oh, okay. Um, So it was always like, hey, can this person come over? Like, hey, can this person come over? And, like, yeah. we're going to eat dinner and then we'll go home. Like, that sort of thing. Or, hey, I'm going to go out and do this. But, like, did my laundry all by myself. Oh, that's good. See? Cooked by myself. And it was so funny. Like, my grandmother grew up very old school. No fingers on the wall. You ask permission to go in the fridge. You ask permission to open up a cabinet. Who you don't permission you to don't, go in the fridge? You don't plop on the couch. You sit on the couch. I you turn plop. off a light. You plop? Uh, <laughs> not much. No, I, 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 was, I was right. I had similar strict yeah. families. Yeah. I never even heard of that. Yeah, that, was, my, that was about being polite. 
my Nana always. Can I sit on the couch? <laughs> You don't have to no, ask. No, ask. You don't like, ask. You don't like flop on the couch. You like right. you respect, gently sit. Respect the couch. Exactly. How old are these people? So, um, well, my nana, I think she was what, maybe seventy-two at the time. Okay, at the time, yeah. Um, Jeez. but like her big thing, she was big on manners. Like she was always like, you, if you meet the queen one day, like you need to know which fork is on the right side. Like we went through growing up, like how to sit, uh, uh set, set up, I should say, um, a full place setting with all of the spoons, the knives, the forks, where they go, where the napkin goes. When you're eating, like chewing with my mouth closed was huge. Well, I can see that one. Um, like sitting, not Especially slurping. Being a how, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I learned like they're all mouth all of chewers, this from open them. mouth chewers. All of this. So it was very wow. proper, much different. It was like a change of pace when I was like living at home with my mo- like mom. Yeah, yeah. And my then generation. moving in with. Did they, have, did they have plastic on the furniture that you couldn't sit on? Like No, they didn't. Part? They didn't have plastic. <laughs> That's funny, but the the the, um, the couches were like that weird uh, design. I don't know, like you like know a like, flatty, like a pattern. Yeah, or it's something? like a yeah, flowery yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like Golden brown, and I was like, yeah. "What the heck? Like, we gotta get you guys some oh, everybody had that couch. Yeah, that's from the '70s. Everybody yeah. had that couch. Oh my god, <laughs> everyone gosh. had that couch. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So you're living with them. You're going to school. The grades are good. You're a communication journalism major. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Boom, bomb. You're out of college. You start applying. You're doing internships. You told me yeah. last time you're all over the place. Did you yeah. know she was all over the place with the internships? We've met. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if she told you all this. Yeah, we had a lot of time uh, to discuss. Yeah, tell us just quickly about yeah, some of those. Um, so, like I said, after that knee injury in college, the third one, it was like, okay, forget it. Soccer's not it. You need to figure this out. And sophomore year started with my internships. Um, I interned at a local TV station in Summit, New Jersey. From there, I went to MSNBC in New York and did the 3 p.m. hour with Katie Turr. From there, I went to MSNBC Morning Joe, worked with Mika and Joe that all seem summer like a big long. Deal? That sounds like a huge deal. And then when you're at MSNBC, is yeah. that hard to get? Like, or they're just, hey, it's another intern, Honestly, there's 20 of them, No, Keep them so rolling. it was hard to get. And again, it's it's one of those, this business is one of those businesses where you need to know people. Somebody that I played soccer with, um, she was a freshman when I was a junior, um, and I got this internship. Her mother was, worked, for MSNBC, was the executive producer for Katie Turr's 3 p.m. Sh- hour show. Yes. Always got to know somebody. And I did a story on her daughter for school because she, again, had some crazy injuries. They didn't know she was able to be walk again. She played soccer in college, all this crazy stuff. Great story. But I met her mother, and her mother learned a little bit about me and thought it was interesting that I lived with my grandparents oh, and helped them out and did all this other stuff. Here. So and then, then she was able to get me in. And then once I got in, they just kept coming from leaving MSNBC. I then went to Inside Edition with CBS. From who there, the, who was the anchor there? I remember. Oh, uh, Devin Norvell. Devin. Yeah, and she's still there. All these big names. So do yeah. you hang around with her? Like, yeah, hey, very Deb. cool. I mean, we had shadowing opportunities. I, you know, we pretended to anchor well, and do the show. So, uh, do you find out these national talk show and news celebrities are they uh, nice people, jerks, little uh, prima donna ish? Um, Let's talk about the... Devin Norvell behind <laughs> her back. <laughs> oh, she hit it. Safe oh. safe when you word. hit the bell, that means safe word. They weren't bad. Some of them were worse than others. I'm not going to name names, but um, some people were super friendly and were willing to teach you and show you and said, like, I was in your shoes and wish I had somebody that was able to teach me. Others were like, I could care less. Go get my coffee or go, go do my, this yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. I want that um, Yeah, I had an instance where I was in an elevator with one before and the coffee order was wrong and he chucked it across the... 
Dan, I want to know who yeah. this guy is. is. If you said his name, would we know? Yes, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> not going to say it. <laughs> safe word. Safe word. <laughs> safe word. I'll give tell us the you initials. I'll tell you after. Give us the initials. No, because you're gonna get it. I can't no. give you the initials. So moving on, moving right, on. From on. from Inside Edition, I then went to Channel Seven in New York and worked on the investigative unit with uh, Nina Pineda. It was Seven on Your Side. All right. And that really got me going. Local in the New York station. Local New York station, working with like the New Yorkers, people with problems and things like that. That was the best internship out of all of them. So you found your passion. You're liking what you're yeah. doing. Like, I'm going to do this for a career. I love it. Yeah. And then from there, it was graduation. And I was applying for a bunch of jobs all over the place. I had applied here. I had applied at BRE. I had applied at Fox 56. But let's stop there again. So you you kind of had a radius. Here's where I live. Yep. Let's say, let's go 100 miles out in all directions. Yeah. Something like that. And you just said, oh, BRE, never heard of it. WNEP, never heard mm -hmm. of it. Some Where is it local in... to Jersey? How far is it from home? Oh, yeah. two hours and about 30 minutes? Minutes? Sold. Sold. So she applied yeah. all Poughkeepsie. Let's just. Keep I went applying. everywhere up in New York, Utica, um, w Johnstown, out to WJC. Applied there um, and got a couple job offers. One of them at WJC. Give one us of them. a percentage. If you send out a hundred uh, applications, probably via electronic means, whatever. Um, but how, how many? Yeah. Is it ten percent? Is it five percent? Most ignore. I got four back. Four back, and maybe four you back. sent twenty out. Yeah, and I sent definitely more than that. I would probably say maybe about fifty. Oh. Um. But again, I basically tried every station that was in that area. I yeah. mean, I would Google a city and then say new station in this city. And then they would come up and I'd go, okay, I'm going on their website. Do they have a reporter position open? Do they have a MSJ or MMJ, multimedia journalist position open? Great, apply for this, send it out. I mean, I just looked the other day by mistake because I was looking for something else and found tons of cover letters that I had sent out to all of these different stations all over the place, New York, New Jersey, mm -hmm. um, Pennsylvania, and a little bit in Connecticut. So you were telling me last time that you got a job at a station, you're driving to work one day at that station, you're there maybe a few months, a year, you didn't yep. particularly like it, you mm -hmm. knew it wasn't going to be the rest of your life, and yep. then here you get a call from guess where? Yeah. WNEP. It's on yeah. your phone. You're mm -hmm. driving to work. Where was that station? So well, you're talking about two different stations. One of them was the first day that I was a desk assistant at WABC. Because you hated that four months in, you quit. Hated, no, one day in. And I, said, and I told my boss that day, and I said, listen, she said, how was your day? I said, it's great, but I'm not going to be here for more than a month. And I was out in a month. Is that the Jersey thing, Is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They know what they want, and they get it. Yeah. <laughs> so ended up leaving there, and the station you're talking about was... Um, News 12 in Long Island in New York. And that's the one you, you were and there? And that was the one I was an associate producer at for five months. Loved it. Learned all about news, local news, again, specifically. Like, that was my route. I didn't want to do national, but started that way and then slowly honed in. But where are you living at this point in life? Oh, I'm still living home. So my Are you commute, with Graham or you're back home now? I'm back home home. So you're commuting yeah. to, to New York City from your yeah. house? Well, Long Island. Long so, like, ooh, even, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so you're rough. commuting to Long Island every day, and that's all, what drive? Fifty-five minutes to an hour, but then Whoa. I'm sitting. But then I'm sitting in even more traffic because I'm hitting all the bridges. Not your kind of traffic, Dan. Her kind of traffic. traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jokesters. And then the phone rings, though. And then the well, the I my um I'm on the phone. and I get a text message from a weird number I've never seen. I'm like, what is five seven zero? Never heard of that. Welcome to five the five seven zero. I'm like, what is that? I'm a nine seven three er. Um, <laughs> 
And Firestone opens up, and I'm like, I'm going to call you back. And at the uh, in Jersey, you know, we have the hands free, so I click on the car, and the car starts saying the message. And it's like, hey, it's Carl Abraham at WNEP. Uh, we want to schedule an interview. And I'm like, this is awesome. Who the heck is WNEP? So you, I'm like, I applied sucks. for this job, and I don't even remember where it is. So then I'm, I pull over, and I'm like, where is this? I'm oh, like, oh, I remember this station. God. And then get to work and immediately call him and start talking to him on the phone. And about two weeks later, it was President's Day, scheduled the interview, came here and saw what you guys are all about. Three years ago, next month. Yeah. So that when you pulled over and you you Googled how long it takes to go from where you lived at the time, yeah. home, to WNEP, what was it? Two hours and like 15 minutes. And did you think, uh, I don't know. No, I said, I said, I'm sold. That's it. Oh. I got to take it. I got to take it. <laughs> they offer too I'm taking far? it. Three, four, five? Uh, WJC and Johnstown. That would be too that far. That was just so that's too cool. far yeah, for that's me. That's like six, seven. Yeah. That so was too you, far. You, 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 you come here for the interview. Yeah. That day. Mm-hmm. What's it like? What do you think? What do you um, think when you see well, rural PA, a new building, you see uh, the station where you're impressed? Well, did I was re- I was ready and Carl's like, don't come too dressed up. And I'm like, well, crap. Now, why would he I, say that? Just I to don't keep, know. To probably would, keep it cool. Keep it yeah, chill. I guess chill so. and relax. And I'm like, am I too dressed up? Like, I'm in, like, plaid pants. I have a nice shirt on. Flats. I'm not wearing heels. I'm like, am I still too dressed up? Like, I'm not sure. My hair's done, though. I'm, like, all done up in the jersey nines and the ready. The hair is admired by everybody. Oh. Did you know? Oh, everyone loves the hair. <laughs> the hair it's is epic hair. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> she takes care of it. I heard she puts olive oil in her hair. I don't know about the olive oil. I just oil. made that no, up. No, you just made that <laughs> yeah, up. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you, get, so you come here semi-dressed up. Semi-dressed up, and as I'm coming here, I'm starting to realize, like, I know where I am. I know I'm, like, close to the casinos, like, coming through the Poconos. I know where Mount Area is. I've been to Great Wolf Lodge. I said, I remember that Perkins. I've eaten there before. Oh. I know the outlets. Oh. So I'm coming up, and I'm like, I know a lot of this area. And then I hit Kalahari, and I'm like, okay, this still looks a little bit familiar. And then I keep going up, and I'm like, oh, I don't know where I am. And as I'm getting ready to kind of pull off the the exit, I see all the signs for like Starbucks, Panera, Dunkin'. You're feeling at home. I'm like, oh, they still have everything over here. Like oh, we're not in the middle of nowhere. Civilization here. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, this your is childhood, good. you never came into the Scranton area for anything. No, the only time I actually ever came into Pennsylvania, and again, it was a full circle moment, was when I did a story up in Honesdale, Beach Lake area. Uh, my family used to go up to cabins up there and stay... Get for out. like a week. Really? Yeah. And we used to go to, there was a Stables, Triple W Stables. We were, uh, we used to go to. Jersey people. Yeah. Yep. Come, on, come here on vacation. Come here on vacation. Yeah. And people. that was it. And it was so funny hey, when honey, I got the let's job go here. ride horses in the Poconos. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. We'll go and mix with those rural idiots yeah. in Pennsylvania. Is that well, what you said? Yeah. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> that's how they uh, say it, too. No. But it was funny when I had gotten the yes, job the here. Everybody in my family started to connect the dots because we all came from here. I had my family. We call them the Buffalonians. Come from Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. And we would all meet at Beach Lake um, yeah, in Wayne, Wayne County. County. Yeah, Wayne County. And my, my granny said to me, this is my mom's mom. She was like, oh, my gosh. We used to watch WNEP Whoa. because we brought the little TV. The granny that you lived with? No, that was my nana. That okay, was my mom's dad. Okay. My dad's dad. Granny, or my dad's <laughs> mom, I should say. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't call oh, anybody grandma, grandpa. We're weird. Nana, you got names. Papa, granny, I know. Grampy, you got names. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Though. So there was a, a childhood connection. Yeah. And you did the interview here. Mm-hmm. And you liked it. And Carl liked you. Before you know it, you get the job. Yeah. And did you know then it was po- no because it wasn't Pocono you no. were hired for the Pocono no place. it was like come in and we're gonna figure out where we're gonna stick you that sort of thing that's right because I remember you being here how long before 
You were just, were you weekends? Were you? I was, oh, I, I worked a lot of different shifts. Yeah, um, different. I was kind of just thrown all over the place and yeah. filled in wherever needed. But I covered any county wherever it was. And some days that was rough. And let's not forget. It was an awkward time for the entire planet because oh, yeah. this is during COVID. So everything I, I had felt learned. bad for these folks. Yeah, everything I had learned in college completely went out the window because when I started here, my first day it was come in, take your photo. We weren't wearing masks yet in the building, by the oh, way. Oh, we were so not. So it's come That's in, right. no, take your photo, fill out your paperwork, write your bio for the website. Do you have any questions? No. Okay. Here's your gear. When you come in tomorrow, you're staying outside the building. And that was it. I was no. like an outdoor cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it she was. She came literally when things shut down. That's almost. So yeah. she never got that newsroom experience. No. It was welcome. Here's a box of stuff. Get out. Yeah, that was that was my thing. I remember feeling bad for all of you newcomers because uh-huh. what an introduction to the uh, yeah. news world. Mm-hmm. It was so mm-hmm. awkward. So her first reporting gig was like that. And yeah, there's and no communication. There's no, no uh, interaction. Everything is no. is plastic. I'm after a learning few how to do a job that. I really had never done before. I mean, I did some stuff in college, but not daily turns for a story. I'm doing that for the first time in crazy pandemic-like conditions. Nobody's there to show you, really. Everything was, here's the phone. Show me where where the the problem is on the camera. Or show me this. So it was like... Well, maybe that made you a better person. Yeah, it was like throw you to the wolves and you learn. Do you remember in the first week, two, three, four weeks, month, calling your mom and saying, I don't know if this is what I need. Every I day. You would say that. Oh, yeah. So you didn't like this yeah. at first. No, it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was that it was such an unpredictable time and I had little to no guidance because how could I? You couldn't have guidance because we couldn't, couldn't interact. Guidance. No, no because I couldn't here. interact. Mm-hmm. I couldn't ask the photographers that were walking around, hey, can you look at this no. or can you take a peek at this or can you do that? So it was really, really difficult when I first started. This is when people were like me, we're broadcasting from home. We couldn't yeah. even come into the building and you're yeah. the new hire. Yeah. And it's like, okay, go out in the world and talk to people. I mean, I had never used a a broomstick the way we used broomsticks during that time, sticking them in people's faces. And we used broomsticks. We used broomsticks. Yeah. With with, with a little with a clip tape. with a clip, clip on the end, end of it, and then that and that yeah. clip would grab and the don't microphone. Don't get within six feet yeah. and that, of that yeah. monster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, be careful. And then when and you'd hold the stick out, you talk to the person, and then when yeah. you brought the stick back, you sprayed it down with Lysol. Yeah. And this is your world. Yeah. And the most the most challenging part for me was, I think that if we were in different times and I were to come in and I was new, there would have been somebody that could drive me around and show me a little bit of the area. Sure. I think that would have totally helped because the hardest part for me was finding stories. Because people, we have reporters here that have their different beats, like I'm in now. I cover, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Wayne, Pike, Monroe, Carbon, really. That's kind of my my area and situation. But we have the Lackawanna Scrant- uh, Scranton beat reporter. We have the Luzerne beat reporter. We have Schuylkill. We have, you know, out in central Pennsylvania. We have, you know, Nikki and, and, and you Durant. Were and then Chris. You were doing a little bit of everything. And it was like, go up to Bradford for this. <laughs> hey, go, like, go over here for that. And it, and I had a really hard time trying to make connections with sources and people because I didn't have yeah. really anywhere to were go. Were you thinking it was about like, quitting and leaving? And- I mean, I never thought about quitting. That was never an option. Um, it was like, you're going to stick it out. You're going to figure out how to do this. And if you have questions, you're going to ask. That's because, a good mm-hmm. you, like... This is, this was it. I don't have a plan B. This is like going to be my life. So I need to figure out how to make it work. 
And you made it work. And then yeah. when did uh, this marriage begin? Oh, well, this marriage be, um, began, pro- well, I, I was uh, building that up when I had first come <laughs> she, in for the initial interview. She was planting seeds I had early. Sa- yeah, I had said to Carl, our, our past news director, um, so I know it seems like you guys have somebody out in the Poconos. I know that area because mm-hmm, it's super mm-hmm, close to Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if somebody's leaving anytime sooner, you're looking to promote them, I'll take that spot. That's what I want. You got to be aggressive. Yeah. You got to go after what yeah. you want. And little old me coming in, just got the job, is already trying to boss people around and say, I want this and I want that. But it put it kind of started the ball rolling for when Carmela got the promotion, for when she started anchoring. And that's when last, it's been a year now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, January 1. January 1. January 1. Was a year with us. She came, to, yeah. came as a team. So you yep. immediately just started saying, and this is a lesson to all the kids out there. Yeah. I'm not going to wait. No. I'm going to attack. I'm going to yeah. be pro- proactive. I'm going to go uh, find out information and force myself in what I need and what I want and what I want to get. Well, it's and amazing that you're the person. It's amazing how bosses react when you say, I want to work. Yeah. When you go to a boss and you say, I want to work. Mm-hmm. I want to do this and I want to do more and I want to do better work. Amazingly, bosses respond. Yes. I tell, yeah. I tell my kids this. I say, you know, don't ever go to your boss and say, I want more money. I need this. I need that. You got to go and say, what could I do for this company? I want to work harder. I want to work longer. Mm-hmm. I want to work faster. And there will be rewards a lot of times. Yeah. Prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just this industry. I think it's kind of every aspect it's of every life. Aspect you can't of life. sit around and wait for something to no. happen. And if now's the time to take a shot on yourself, you have to do it. And the what's lessons the worst, we're learning. What's the, there you go. Like, what's the, the worst case, though? Learning. What's the worst case, though? Somebody says no. Says okay, no. great. Somebody says no. Cool. Wait six months and do it again. Like, yes. You know you what I mean? you got to make your value. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so she would, um, whenever Carmela would take a sick day or she was on vacation she was, or she was the re- temporary replacement. She, because she was so close, she would be like, I'll work with Dan. You yeah, know, if there was I'll ever. Give you two a, because where are you living at the time? Peaburg, New Jersey. Phillipsburg. I have always lived, I have lived in right, Jersey this entire so wait, time. Here's your home. Here's WDP. Yeah. Phillipsburg is where? Uh, you know, okay, Easton, not in our viewing area, kind of oh, Lehigh okay. Valley area. Yeah, there. Last exit off of 78 in New right Jersey. Right across the river. Right yeah, across the river. So what did you pick that because of the... So, well, two things. One, um, my aunt lived there. She was like, She's she was doing nursing. So I'm, I'm mooching oh, exactly. off of somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> mooching off of somebody else. And instead of paying rent, it was, hey, can you do the grocery shopping this time around and pay that bill. So it was like every other month I did something. Perfect. Or, yeah. I'm like, that's a lot cheaper than having to pay the rent that it is. This girl is a inspiration so, to others and a way to find your way in darkness. Huh. That's you awesome. make You got to figure out how to make it work. It's not just going to work. You got to figure it out. But yeah, I did that. And then. So that's how long of a drive to go from uh, Phillipsburg to wherever this office is, you guys. Well, at the time, it was up to here. So it was an hour 15, one way that I was taking to get here to work. I was going to say this. Now, it's about 38 minutes. Right. So And that just happened in the last year. Correct. She's only been doing that for a year. So she did two years of commuting up here to Scranton over an hour's drive. Yeah. And I, my car broke down, too. Yep. My engine went. My engine went. And you wanted to know what, what your car, dealership said. Oh, you, 70,000. It was brand what new. What kind of car was this? Chevy Malibu. I got it brand new. 2016. miles and on it. Listen to this. My engine. No? No, I did. I yep. did. I was. Oh, my God. Well, my mom 
is a psycho with my cars that I drive. Oh, she's a psycho about the tires. Dan knows this all too well. You rarely hear about people that actually maintain their vehicles. This one, she screams if a tire even has a little bit of tread wear on it. She was like, oh, we yeah. need to check the tires. Yeah. Like, she's a, a maniac so about maintenance. So 70,000 miles for a new car. Now, that's nothing. That's breaking in, and it, yeah. the engine goes. The engine goes, right? So and I called the dealership, warranty. beyond the warranty dealership. I think it's the hilly roads of Pennsylvania. I'm like, that's the worst that's excuse I've they, ever had. That's what the dealership had told her. You should no, have no, recorded that No, no, that was the dealership call. here that, that I called. The hilly here. road. So we built vehicles for flat travel yeah, only. Right. Who would yeah. say that? So apparently all cars explode in yeah, Pennsylvania yeah, hilly at, at, at 60,000, 70,000 yeah. miles. So did you work around that? Did you end up getting so an engine? So I put in a used engine. Oh, so you they wouldn't do anything? No, they wouldn't do anything. So I have, I'm waiting. I am waiting. You're still in this fight. Yeah, I am waiting for it to come back that they're like faulty or something. Don't you know someone at, liable. Don't and, you know someone at GM? You know someone everywhere else? Maybe yeah. your soccer coach's nephew's no. grandson? No, so I <laughs> trade, I traded it in okay. and got 13000 for it. That's how good of a condition it was in. What'd you pay for an engine replacement? Uh, I only did like 2000 It was used. I yeah, picked a used one. Pretty Nobody. Good. That's really good. I did. I, mean, I paid. I thought that would be labor. Oh yeah. Well, again, we know people. Like everybody knows somebody. So I just took <laughs> Someone, it back to Jersey. Someone's cousin from soccer put it in. <laughs> yeah, for I took it back to Jersey, and somebody got a good deal on it for me, and put it in, and we, he didn't charge us the labor, and blah blah blah. So now um, you, you have the car going well. You're commuting not so bad each yeah. day, and life is good, and your life work is good. is good. And if you're saying Snedeker's not even paying attention, he's on the phone. Yeah. I'm going now towards the questions from the viewers. We have to get to that. We're killing oh, a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But no, okay. keep going while I find oh, these yeah. questions. So, um, so do you love it now and everything is going great? Yeah, I love it. Everything's going great. I feel like I actually have a better uh, life work balance than I did before because I would immediately come home from work. Again, coming from here, we get done about 6.15 or that's when we technically clock out. I don't get home. Right until about 7:30, 7:45. A long day. It yeah, was a long day. I can't work out because then where then I work out, then I have to shower, eat dinner, and I'm in bed. Makes Gym no tan sense. laundry. Yeah. Mm, GTL. That's my that's my yeah. motto. So what? You, so you were complaining now, or so, what do you mean? Well, no, it was just difficult because I had to squeeze in fi- trying to find story ideas, right? Because we pitch our story ideas. Our assignment just just doesn't say all the time here. Yeah. We have to find them. Um, make connections. So that again, that was difficult in the beginning. So it was like I'd come home and it was just a revolving door. And my, on my days off, I would sleep. I was so exhausted, just trying to catch up. Now I'm like Dan and I. I'm like, what are we eating for lunch? Oh, <laughs> we have some time for lunch. So you feel now you've established yourself. There. Yes. Yeah. But when I shoot my wham cams in the Poconos, you guys have a tough area because what? What? I think we have the best area. Well, here's my opinion. What's on your that. problem? When I shoot wham cam. All right. Um, I'll go to Scranton, I'll go to Honesdale, mm-hmm. I'll go to Tunkhannock, I'll go to Wilkesbury, I'll go to Bloomsburg. Everyone knows WNEP and Joe Snedeker and our photographer, and hey, Wham Cam, I love it. Now, when I go into the Poconos to shoot some Wham Cams, okay. I'll go to Stroudsburg, yeah. Tannersville, I'll shoot down to Mount Pocono, mm-hmm. go to the strip malls there. It's a lot less notoriety. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's yeah, a lot less. I think you, you got half the people in your area who are glued to New York mm-hmm. still yep. with maybe oh, with their media. Oh, they'll mm-hmm. still watch ABC7 and everything yeah. like that out of New York. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So you guys, I mean, we're entrenched, but they're still, they're on, they're half New York, half NEP, right. uh, WNEP. They, they mm-hmm. split their viewership, yeah. to be right. honest. Yeah. So, like, we're not the celebrities there than, <laughs> that you are here. 
because yeah. you're such a big deal. But yeah. I don't down, mean it that way. I, I mean, I, I'm joking around. No, but down there, yes, you're right. We do have. Um, it's you have a blessing to work and a curse. We have to we have to work for it. But at the same time, um, people are a little bit more willing to talk with us because well, they're not that big of a deal. Yeah. Because it's oh, it's just the local news okay. uh, here in Pennsylvania. So sure, mm-hmm. I'll talk on your TV. Oh, Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. little guys compared to right. the big I, they're not mm-hmm. starstruck. They're like, oh, it's just the local yeah. news crew. Cool. You know, yeah. and it's um, it makes our job semi easy at some points as well. Yeah. But yeah, you don't walk in the door and immediately everyone hey, goes. Hey, I was just about to say that. Yeah, we have our spots. I was going to say, what are some of the hot spots that where there is high dense WNEP concentration? They're all over. I don't really know of a select spot. Maybe like we do say, Tannersville is. Everyone in Tannersville. Honestly, Stroudsburg is a great place. for us. a lot of people know us. A lot of viewers watch us there. You go into a diner. You know, you walk into the Arlington Diner, and we're like Elvis. You know, like. So yeah, it's a lot of just a local place. I mean, again, the the split between there is a lot of the transplants from New York. Yeah, to Jersey. exactly. I actually find it more interesting and fun because I relate to them. I mean, I'm relating to now you guys more here in Pennsylvania, just Pennsylvanians in general, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hate traffic. I like space. <laughs> I don't like when people are on top of me. Uh, but, like, there are some aspects of, like, Jersey that I miss. But when I talk to the New Yorkers, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, I can mess around with them and they get it. You know what I mean? Where I can like so you're the be a little bit hybrid. spicy. Uh, She's the perfect I can be a little hybrid. bit spicy with them yes. sometimes or like say something or reference somewhere. Like anytime somebody says, oh, I'm from Jersey, I'm like, where? See? Like, that's I why know. you're the perfect where? person for that yeah. area. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's doing great. Yeah. So. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I bet someone from like the Stroudsburg area, which you brought up, they mm-hmm. I, you would know this more than uh, Amanda or myself. Okay. If you turn on your local TV in the Stroudsburg area, mm-hmm. I bet you can pick up Philly stations. I bet you can pick up New York City stations. You can. And you can pick up WNEP. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe it's it's less common now just because the way cable has operated Mm -hmm. now, they're down to just like the locals for a lot of it. Over the air on Bunny Ears, yes, you can still get New York. Yeah, you can say, oh, I want New York today. I want Philly. I want Scranton. For eternity, the cable network, like the cable providers down there actually had all the Philly locals, all the New York locals, and us. Yes. You know? So So what do you pick? And that's what people would do is they would just pick where they were from usually. You know, until you get established and actually want to like know what's going on at your school board meetings. Um, oh, back, yeah, yeah. back in the day, you only cared about well, New York got the exciting news. New York yeah, has the big glamorous yeah, yeah, anchors yeah, yeah. and everything yeah. like that. You know, you mean before you realize that WNEP is number one? Exactly. That's and and, and it is. honestly, it's a, a thing true. that they grow into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, should yeah. we start? Uh, did we co- cover the whole arc of your life? Oh no! Before we get to some of these questions from the people, Uh-oh. so the police officer thing. Ah, oh, look at she's got, like showing it. she's got a ring. She's got a ring. Her Super Bowl <laughs> ring. She's got on her finger. Stop! It's not. You've been dating. It's not that big. So this guy's a Jersey guy. That's big. <laughs> police, o- police officer in Jersey. Yes. Um, funny story. How and I have a great photo to show you. Um, it'll be six years this summer. Long. So you get started in college. Yeah. Um, but I've known him. He again talking about how everything is so close, yet like you still kind of know everybody. He, when my grandmother moved, she moved, and this is my mom's mom, moved to a town called Nutley, where Paul, my fiance, is a police officer. Uh, my aunt and him were best friends growing up. Wow. So I met Paul when I was 11 or 12 because they lived next door to each other. And how old was he at the time? He I mean, was. Is he a couple of years older than you? So I was 16. Oh, okay. So he's got a couple of years on you. Yeah. And were you starstruck by this guy, the handsome oh, well, police then officer? I, then I actually the handsome well, no, man he in wasn't, the uniform. So he wasn't a cop yet. There's a photo <laughs> that I will have not. to show you of me hugging him. like <laughs> As a child. As a child when he was going to prom with his girlfriend at the time. 
And oh, I was like, nope, man. mine. I already knew. Is that, so you did have... Yeah, these... I had a little crush on him then. And then we, you know, as I got older and like more soccer and college and or high school, I should say, and then into college, um, he would like always just pop in my grandmother's house. And I was like, oh my God, Paul's a cop. I had no idea. Does, did and he, then, was he aware of you at the time? Or did oh, you yeah. Think he was. Yeah. Corner because we were so, we were super, we were always so close because barbecue here, block party here, come over New Year's here, we have a party for this there. Like our families were just so close because they lived next door, next door to each other. And Paul's mom has a pool in her backyard. So anytime I had the opportunity to go swimming, because no, nobody in my family had a pool, right. I'd go over next door. And I bet swim. you the hair is what won him over. <laughs> no, he the actually, hair. surprisingly, he likes brunettes, and I'm blonde. So how does this work? Naturally a brunette, but I'm better blonde. So. Oh, man. Yeah. So marriage is coming up when? December 10th, 2023. Now, uh, so the, the, I never understood. The long engagement? No, not the long engagement. What? That is, yeah, you're right. That's hard to understand. The, the December weddings. Are you? December weddings. Well, they don't get snow over there. We no, get snow, but, but we everyone's don't like get snow. Everyone, to me, and this is stupid of me and cliche, summer's marriage time. You don't get married in winter. There could be a snowstorm. I don't want to wear a there big could be, dress and could, sweat. It's probably going to be a cloudy day and about 27 degrees with flurries. You and want? you know what? The day after my wedding, guess where I'm going? Sunshine, <laughs> palm trees, ocean, blue waters, turquoise waters. Bathing suits. All right. And then you're going to take, what, a week or two off here at WNEP and maybe never come off. back? I already have like three weeks scheduled. I don't know how well that's going to go with I have no idea. I'm going to be stuck with her all year because she can't use any PTO <laughs> until then. I know. I know. But, but then, yeah, I'm going to have to entertain myself for three weeks while yeah. she's gone. Did you ever meet this guy? No, I haven't. No, no. I mean, that's FaceTime. We FaceTime all the time, you know, because yeah. like, she'll give him calls and stuff like that. But yeah, he's all the way out in Jersey. So, you know, I haven't actually met him in person. Yeah, and we live together now. So when my aunt decided to move, I took over her lease. That's not okay with your nana, is it? <laughs> oh, my nana? Yeah, she doesn't no. want to know you guys living together. No, in well, she's like, God rest her soul, she's. Oh, okay. She doesn't so. have a choice. All right. Well, that's <laughs> what she doesn't say anymore. That generation, that wouldn't have been all right. No, but she, she'll, she's, I'm sure she's okay with it. Hmm? He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. I'm spicy. I'm spicy. Get, He's relaxed. <laughs> Tell her to get with He's, the times. Uh, I need to be better. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Does he give you police officer stories, or do you even want to hear them? Oh, yeah. I mean, I hear some of them. Again, off the record, safe word. But, yes. No, I hear some stuff sometimes. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them are bad. I've heard some not fun stuff that have kind of stuck with him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you, he sees a lot of things lot you of don't want to yeah, see. We, we do. It's just part of life. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. the real world can be sad at sometimes, you yeah. know, and can yeah. be dangerous. So luckily he's in a department where there's not so much crime. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always worry, you know, every time like you walk out the door, it's like, okay, the police officer's life is the basis of so many movies and yeah. sitcoms. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be you. Yeah. The police officer's so, wife. Well, now he's home right now. He actually just had soldier, uh, shoulder surgery. Um, he got hit by a car at work while directing traffic. So <laughs> he's doing well, so okay. So eventually back on. The... He'll be eventually back to work. Yes. You guys are going to be a force to deal with. They're going to be like, yeah, she's on TV reporting mm -hmm. and he's a police officer. Those, dream team. Those dream two team. Yeah. stay away. Those yeah. two have gossip and power over everybody. Well, not power. I wouldn't say power. <laughs> but... Uh, Wait, 
see, hear, and know a little bit more than I think the average household. Let's put it, how about that? That may work better. Love your reporting, Amanda. You're oh, gorgeous. Gosh. Here comes the viewers. Oh, here we go. Oh, this guy says it all. Uh, Dan would be a great uh, podcast by himself. He's an anchor in his own right. Been doing a great job taking care of those reporters for a long time. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? We don't need to know who these are from, but these are people who wanted me to ask you things during this podcast. Did my and this mom guy, write that? No. You, <laughs> <laughs> How about that face I showed on the... Uh, oh, on the, the puss that you yeah, put oh, on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, okay, we, that was did whole, someone say be, ser- be overly serious? There were like 10 comments. Like, oh, my gosh, that <laughs> Photographer, ugh. It was what like she's like adorable. What would it be like working know, with him? And I'm over here like Dan. Don't look at the we comments. Had, we had school picture day here at the station. Everyone was getting new headshots, and we wanted to get some team sh- shots mm-hmm. because we were a good team. We enjoy working together. And so they're like, okay, we'll do a happy face. We'll do a serious face. Do I did the same and, thing. And, I know. And you post the serious <laughs> face one. And I look, I look like I'm about to send back a sandwich that wasn't made right. And <laughs> I'm over here like trying to be exactly. serious. But it's not the truth of this, and this is sexist. The reason I picked that picture, because I have a wife and I have a daughter and I have two boys. Yeah. And whenever I take a picture, the boys don't care what they look like in it. I don't care what I look like in it, and I hear from my wife, "Let me see how I look." Yeah. And my daughter, "Let me see how oh, I look." Yeah. So oh, yeah, I, get I that. picked. The picture where I thought you looked the best, Amanda. Oh my gosh, and I'm over here like, where's the smiling picture? I become the punching bag. Yeah, because I think it's Dan's not going to care. And I I don't, but the viewers care. (laughs) So funny. Oh yeah, so I did that for you, Amanda. I picked the picture. I thought you looked the best regardless. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Joe. Thanks. How is your hair so shiny always? It looks great. Now, the hair thing, how do you, give us the secret to the shine. I don't know. I don't have a secret. I think I shower and use like the same regular basic products everybody uses. Must be genetic then. My mom does have some really good hair. She really does. She teased it in the 80s and did the whole lioness looking look. She had the big hair in the 80s? She had big hair in the 80s, yeah. But um, I use leave-in conditioner. That's it. No, Dan. Do you know what do you know what that means? Leave I have. N- I, I, it sounds like you wash your hair and then don't rinse it out. <laughs> no, so you just go to bed. Do you put like the shower cap on to keep all no. of it in? What's so I shower, right? I use shampoo. I use conditioner in the shower. Rinse everything out, and then after Joe, oh. this is important. This okay. is, people want to know, right? People want to know. They're asking. The, the people want the to know. The people want to know. I know her hair secret. So after that, then I get out of the shower. I like dry towel it, and then I put a product in called leave-in conditioner. And a lot of conditioners out there now have this as an option. You don't even have to condition in the shower. It's like a cream you're rubbing your Yeah, hair? just like a little cream you'd probably use like, a, I'm gonna say a size of a quarter. Rub it on your hands and I've just put it on the ends and then run day. it through every, when I shower, yes, every day. I couldn't even imagine. I mean, I shower every day. day, I don't wash my hair the every day. That's why good. we don't have hair, Joe. That's, <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that every day. Man, remember you did the turkey trot? This person wants to know yes. if you practice all year long to do the Jersey-style turkey trot. No. Or that does, it, does no, it just that come naturally? Like, that, it comes naturally. That was like right on the spot, too, when you said to do it. And I think I did a pretty good job of it. Joey, this one's dancing all the time. Wherever we go, she's dancing. That's she's true. singing. She, she, she's, There's an improv to it. The key to you is you don't take yourself too seriously. You have no. fun. You're, you're confident. You're smart. That's what I love about a man. Yeah, you can't you can't take yourself too seriously, especially in this business. But if you were to take yourself too seriously and you met somebody who was fun, they wouldn't be as open or honest or want to share stuff yeah, with exactly. you or just even have a good time because they would feel like you're always so uptight. I think so, it's a dangerous path for anyone to take themselves too seriously yeah. in any role. No. And that's what I love no. about you. That's why I love it. Thanks, Joe. So um, we wrap things up here. We're mm-hmm. about an hour in. Okay. Um, 
your relationship now with you too. So is it you come in each morning, same time? Yep. And does Dan- I'm earlier actually. Well, whatever. I'm oh, on oh, time. Oh, she beats me by like four minutes four every minutes. day. No, I'm on time though. But yeah. is it is it? And this can be getting more towards your podcast. Is it a collaboration? Okay. Like, are you responsible to find stories, or is it all on her? How does that work? I, I would say the um, the pressure's on her. I, on I help, yeah. Um, but the pressure's on her. That's part. Of, that's part that's of her. Her gig say. is yeah. find story ideas, and she's fantastic at it. Um, and it's a matter of contacting contacts. It's um, watching other publications. It's watching Facebook groups. Like we're a part of so many community groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing people and talking to people. And, and yeah. like if you or you watch a national story about, you know, egg prices is the thing of the day. You know, but like okay, well, I know a farmer. Hey, let's go talk to him. See what he's seeing locally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. It's, it's just a matter of seeing what's kind of buzzing in the area, and yeah. then, and oh, then see that, what it's like locally. Mainly her responsibility. It's like. mainly yeah. her responsibility to find these ideas. Now, I obviously um, am always texting her ideas. You know, like, hey, I, I thought of this. Hey, I saw that. Uh, hey, the game commission did this. Uh, yeah. Let's do that. But mm-hmm. um, so I, I, we definitely collaborate. I mean, every day we collaborate. Yeah. That's just the job. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a team. Especially know. on the days where it's difficult to find stuff or things aren't working. That's when we really try to figure it out mm-hmm. together. I, I can imagine. And mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering, um, the f- we'll do this more in your podcast, Okay. I'm worried about the future because you, do you have, are you a multi, correct? Yeah, multi, I do, when he's off, I don't get anybody, so I do it MMJs, on myself. are you intimidated by these MMJs? They come out of college and they can work the equipment, they set up their camera themselves, they do their reporting. And Does this, I mean, obviously every um, photographer, I mean, they're, they've been, Dwindling in number, you know. <laughs> is this uh, the future? Though? It 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 was becoming the future. It's yeah. kind of stalled. Um, Ever since like the person got hit by a car when they were exactly. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah, yeah I think um, so. <laughs> so, like photographers do have, um, I think, a little bit of a future, at least for a few more years. <laughs> but yeah, it is intimidating to see that you know news companies and everything like that are going towards one man bands because the technology is getting smaller, um, and so they're saying, well, okay, if we can get enough equipment, if someone can operate one by themselves. Let's just give it to one reporter. They can turn one story. And um, the quality suffers when that happens. Quality, I think it looks sterile. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It looks dull. You have a, a tripod set up and you just stand there like a robot because it there's is. no photog to move around like, and follow you like, and add their opinion. Like, I do love that about our about our market in general is that um, even us and our competitors, a lot of them do have photographers. And so the viewers here do have a very good product. When you turn on the television, you see reporter photographer teams for the most part. There mm-hmm. are one-man bands, absolutely. Um, but if you look at, if you go on vacation to somewhere that's small and you see the local market and what the news looks like mm-hmm. down there, they might have two or three local reporters that's it it's all one man banded and then they just um, borrow news from other markets just to fill, fill out fill their, the time, to yeah. fill out the show and that's how they they're just going cheap everyone's going cheap mm-hmm. you know yeah, and that's a business model make more money absolutely yeah there's also i think a benefit yeah. to being an msj though um, at least like from my perspective because a lot of the stations when you first are all fit for, from college you don't you don't typically start in, at a place like this um, where you have all of these resources and extra people. So the benefit makes you more attractive to so, a station, of yeah, course. Yeah, I mean, so to be able to have more tools, to be able to have more tools in your toolbox, absolutely. I mean, I look at my product from when I first started as an M- like as a MMJ and was like, oh my gosh, how did they let us air this? And now I look at my stuff now for like when Dan's gone and I shoot my own stuff. And 
I would say the hard part for me is not being able to be as active as I want to be. When it's my turn to be on camera, when it's my turn to show the viewer something or explain something, I can't be because as active you're just standing because there like I'm a robot. by myself. With that being said, I, I do try, however, to be active, to add different shots, to do um, um, a multi-different stand-up where I'm opening a car door, I'm sitting in the car door, I slam the close, you know you mean, yeah, to get the close of that. So you gotta work it, a little yeah. bit it is, harder You have to put a lot it. more effort into it yeah. just to have the movement that yeah. can, be, can be just natural when you're working with, yes. with another human yeah. being. And you yeah. can't do so much of the run and gun either with it. I mean, how are like, <laughs> You can't do any running gun. No, no running gun. Absolutely. So that's also the difficult part, In too. In snowstorm reporting, not that that's a highlight of your career, but, you know, weather reporting, mm -hmm. you gotta you got to look at the flooding water, and then you got to go back to the dark. Yeah. For, and they, I mean, the that's anchor, the then one, you got to walk. But you that's can't the just one good thing tripod. about our station is we do not let anybody do any live shots by themselves. So we are able to get that aspect of being visual, being able to show the roadways, being able to show the water that closes a road, or yeah, right. making a snowball to show conditions, S that sort of thing. Thing. See, Dan, you're going to be needed forever. Thanks, Joe. And that's why you're going to be... I hope that you become boss then to make sure <laughs> that that stays that way. That's why you're going to be in the next podcast, the life of a WNEP <laughs> photographer. You're the man. Oh, hopefully I don't disappoint. No, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> but before we end this, we're already over an hour in. You have to do one of two things. What do I have to do? You have to tell us who that jerk, intern, big shot, and everyone knows his name, anchor was. Oh, gosh. Give us his name or... You have to scold Dan and me with a Jersey accent. I don't know how you're gonna do it. You have to give us Jersey. Talk. You have to give me something to like yell at you about, though. <laughs> like I can't just. It's let's just play, like not let's that, let's on go, let's cue. Go get a, let's go get a pork roll sandwich later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We get a the pork fumes roll are coming out of my head. And, it is right, not so pork a, roll. It is Taylor <laughs> Ham. Dan knows this. I'm serious. All too well though, and it really annoys me what? when he specifically says it. She's mad. She's mad. It is not pork roll. It's Taylor Ham. And you should know this too, because when I did the the stupid. Snow Angel, one of those morning shows, and we put the microphone in the snow. I said that you had to get me a Taylor Ham Egg and Cheese Sandwich, and I'm still waiting was. for it. Because I don't even you know okay, Taylor Ham Egg and Cheese Sandwiches? That's like saying, get me an Oscar Meyer hot dog instead of just yeah, saying, get me a hot dog. You don't name Taylor's a brand. Yeah, you don't name the brand. Pork That's roll. a Jersey thing. No, it thing. is Taylor Ham, and anybody who says it's pork roll can get out of here. All right, well, then what do you call a long, slender, bun filled with meat, processed meat, vegetables, lettuce, onion, a tomato. A sub. Not it's a hoagie. It's a hoagie. No, it's not a hoagie. It's a hoagie. It's a sub. <laughs> it's a hoagie. No. Never, you so Northern Jersey, no one said hoagie. No, ever. we say it's a sub. You want a sandwich? You want a sub? A sub is a boat. A sub. And a hoagie is a sandwich. Yeah, a <laughs> sub. Okay, uh, I'm gonna get in the car and want is a marine vessel that uh, is subaquatic. Now, what about no. uh, pierogies? Were you accompanied uh, with uh, pierogies growing up? Yeah, or? I mean, I ate them. It wasn't, it wasn't like a big, a big deal. Thing. No. It's not a religion like it is mm -mm. for you. <laughs> no, we're big in Jersey. We're big on our malls. We're big on like Taylor Ham pork roll debate. We're Taylor big. That makes no sense. I'm when this is done, we are gonna go in <laughs> in an in-depth conversation. The person at home can't see how red she's I turning. Know, she's I am like the fumes coming out she's of my ears about this. She's getting hives up her neck. Our bagels, we love a good bagel. Yeah, what's with the bagels? I'm, we I, love a good bagel. I can take or leave a bagel. They seem to love bagels. I love bagels. Oh, you I, love bagels. I love bagels. I'm sorry, being that close to Jersey, we get great bagels in the yeah. Poconos. I want to get- Well, I, even, and see, even in the Poconos, I'm like, no, it's not- Not good enough. Not good enough. Uh, not uh, good enough. Pizza here, eh. 
Pizza here is great. No, oh, ask a Jersey no, person no, about no, pizza. No, come on. no, Yeah, you guys do have You good have pizza. to come to me. You I have, have to I show you. the big Jersey yeah. flat boardwalk trays yeah. of pizza. That's great yeah. stuff. It's got to be. I'm with you. It's got to be really thin crust. Flops down. Cheese drips off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's say this, Dan. Uh oh. Oh God. You're pulling in with your car. We're at a parking lot. Yeah. Okay. Dan and I are in a car. Yeah. We're both approaching this one spot at the same it's time. It's my spot. Back the heck off. I may be an inch or two ahead. I don't care. We you're getting pull beeped in. at. When you see us come out, what are you going to say? I'm going to get out of the car and I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> we took your spot. I had, I had the I'll say, worst listen, road rage this morning. Listen, ma'am, we were here first. Yeah. So take that. Yeah. I had the worst road rage, road rage this morning. <laughs> I'm pulling out of like the complex I live in, right? Yeah. I'm at a light. So I'm turning, like I have to turn, right? Get I have to turn. make a left-hand turn, left turn, like onto the highway. There you go. The woman behind me, I'm going too slow. I see her in the window, like the, the mirror, right? My rearview mirror behind me. She throws her hands up. The hands are so thrown. So I move, I move over so I could start to yell at her. Like, who are you? Who are you to throw your hands up at me when we're driving? I'll tell you who she was. She probably had jersey plates. She was, yeah, she did have jersey plates. And you know what her thing said? Or your little sticker said, Grandma Mom. And I'm like, "Mm, you need to slow down. Where are you going? It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. But I was going to have her head, and then I followed her. Two angry jersey people cancel themselves out. It explodes. It's an explosion. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an impact. That's a head-on collision right there. And that ends the podcast. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.